statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. And welcome to the show. Uh, So glad to have you listen to us. This is Dr. Peter DeVette. Uh, on Dr. Peter DeVette Live, and uh, with me on the show today, Susan Spence, a nurse yeah. anesthetist that uh, works very closely with us uh, year at QHI Wellness, uh, bringing the very best of natural medicine, uh, combining it with essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. We are located here in northeast Texas in the beautiful, uh, uh, picturesque city of Tyler, which is the rose capital of the U.S. Uh, Susan, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. And uh, Susan, we're, we're talking today about thyroid disease, the silent epidemic of thyroid disease. And um, I'm titled the show that because, you know, there's a lot of people walking around in this country right now that uh, have thyroid disease and they don't even know it. As a matter of fact, Probably half of all, uh, you know, people with uh, with low thyroid, for example, have have no clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's rampant. Uh, I see it uh, so much uh, in medicine. Uh, it's, it's like, oh, I would say, uh, maybe I would see half the people over age forty, almost half would be on. Uh, uh, supplementation when I was in the hospital. On uh, yeah, you mean on thyroid, mm-hmm. uh, thyroid, thyroid hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know the, the the amazing thing is that's just the tip of the iceberg, uh, Susan. Because you know when you look at fifty years and older women, especially, um, it's estimated that at least half of all women in that age group are. Um, uh, have been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, but there's another huge percentage that have all the symptoms of thyroid disease, but they haven't been diagnosed. You know, so, mm-hmm. so um, and, well, you know, by age 65, 70, you see a lot more people on the hormone. Maybe half of them by then are taking thyroid. But before that age, actually, near closer to 50, you know, there's, there's lots of women that, are, that walk around for decades, you know, years, sometimes decades, uh, that have not been identified uh, or that is literally have not been taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, you know, oftentimes uh, people know that they're low, 
but uh, they can't get anybody to uh, to pay attention uh, or to do the appropriate testing, or or they have people do testing and then tell them, oh, everything is normal, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, tough titties, you know, and just sweat it until it fall, the until the bottom falls out. <laughs> uh, I see women in their forties all the time with. Uh, hair so thin, you can see their scalp, you know, just thinned all over. They look exhausted, feel exhausted, overweight, and I'll just ask them point blank, have you had your thyroid checked? And they said yes, and, and I know there's something wrong, but they keep telling me it's okay. And uh, let me ask you, have you ever dealt with low thyroid? Yes, I have. And uh, are you are you are you taking thyroid hormone now? No. I knew you weren't warned, but uh, but I was going to let you tell everybody. Um, and so, but uh, you know, so so in other words, you somehow got this problem resolved, you know, and you got it resolved without having to continue taking medications for it. So, so um, you know, we're going to get into that here in a little bit. You know exactly what it is that you did, and we have so many examples of patients uh, here at our facility that have literally gotten off of their medications. Now, you know, I wasn't, uh, I didn't know you when you got off this uh, this medication, so so you did that without my help. But um, but you know that's always remarkable because you're not supposed to get off medications for thyroid. It's, it's supposed to be one of those chronic illnesses. Uh, that just keeps on going, like hypertension, diabetes, mm-hmm. you know, high cholesterol and stuff that you just have to keep taking drugs for. So, so I'm <clears throat> very excited uh, well. to uh, to hear uh, more about your journey. But before we go into that, I wanted to, um, you know, share some more statistics because what what's really troublesome is not just the women, you know, that are particularly uh, at high risk for for low thyroid. But we're seeing more and more thyroid disease, low thyroid, in other uh, populations that we have never really seen this before. And that includes men. So older men, um, you know, including men over 50, you know, you're seeing it more and more. Uh, we, we're seeing it in, our, uh, in young adults more often now than ever before. And we're even seeing it more often in our children and uh, even babies. You know, a lot of babies are being born with low thyroid these days. And so, you know, we're going to get into why that is. And uh, Susan, um, you know, there's other uh, thyroid diseases besides hypothyroidism that we also need to uh, talk about today. And we're going to we're going to talk about goiter, um, a very very high percentage of the population now that are, uh, you know, that have low level goiter problems. They don't even know it. You know, that because most people look at them and, and don't realize that there's a little puffiness in the thyroid gland. And, uh, you know, we see it very often because we're looking for it. Uh, but uh, most of the patients that come to see me that have goiter uh, have not uh, been told by anybody that they had goiter before, even though they've uh, been to other physicians and, and so forth. So, um, so goiter uh, is also a, another fasc- fascination. You know, and there's two types. There's the, you know, the smooth goiter and then there's, there's the nodular type goiter. You know, so sometimes it's just the whole gland that enlarges and sometimes it's big nodules that pop up uh, or uh, smaller nodules you know, all over the place and the thyroid feels a little bit more lumpy uh, in that case. And those, those are usually the ones that, uh, that get picked up a little bit more easily especially if, if there's a, a, a lump off center. You know, if you have more of a lump on one side than the other or in the middle you know, where you're not supposed to have um, you know, uh, prominent thyroid 
then it's easier to see. And so, uh, so we're going <clears> to <throat> be talking not just about that, but we're also going to be talking about um, thyroid cancer. You know, so we're seeing more and more thyroid cancer too, and um, you know, so the, sometimes those lumps turn out to be malignancies, and uh, we are seeing a uh, this uh, one of the fastest growing cancers in America today is thyroid cancer. Uh, so we're going to uh, dis- discover and discuss why that is. But uh, do you have uh, something you want to share about goiter um, and the most common causes of low thyroid? Um, the most common cause is um, a deficiency of iodine, um, and which also causes uh, goiter uh, because the, uh, the thyroid gland tries to overgrow to uh, compensate. Yeah, that, that that's ex- exactly um, it. You know, so and uh, Susan, wh- why do we see so much uh, iodine deficiency now in in this country uh, compared to say twenty, thirty years ago, uh, when we hardly ever see, saw goiters, uh, and you know when we had a lot less uh, hypothyroidism. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, goitrogenic uh, chemicals uh, and foods that we take in. Uh, Perchlorates from um, that's a from um, airplanes and industrial uh, applications, rocket fuels. Um, uh, there are then, there are many many reasons. And uh, uh, did you yeah. mention the halogens, the halogen toxins? No, uh, the bromine has been um, put in bread. Uh, now that also competes with the uh, iodine receptor site, uh, and uh, fluorides and toothpaste and drinking water competes for that site too. So there's a lot of uh, competition um, of other substances. Uh, also, there are xenobiotics like uh, phthalates and uh, PCBs and PAHs, uh, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. Um, a lot of things uh, can interfere with it. Yeah, exactly. And and um, you know when we talk about um, isoflavonoids, you know there's certain foods that have certain xenoestrogens in them too. Um, so soy, mm-hmm. you know, is, is the most outstanding of those. You know, especially in the in the regular soy products, and even worse with the GMO soys uh, because of the negative impact that the genetically modified version of soy has uh, also on metabolism and you know, gut lining um, you know and the fact that those GMO soys and other foods that are genetically engineered uh, that they use a lot more um, herbicides for example uh, on and around the plants uh, because they can you know to uh, to wipe out you know some of the uh, overgrowth of um, weeds and stuff and that also gets into a food supply and has de- de- very, very dramatic de- detrimental effects on the intestinal tract and, and um, you know, on our the balance of good mi- microbes in the intestinal tract that also uh, causes the depletion of certain nutrients that are critical, you know, for normal thyroid function. So, mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna talk more about you know, of course, chlorine is one of the other halogens. So, uh, fluoride, chlorine, bromine. A uh, huge problem and growing problem, and we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, just a little bit more about how big this epidemic is of uh, thyroid disease, why it's happening, 
and what we can do to stem the tide, turn the tide, and even to the point of reinvigorating your thyroid gland like Susan has, um, literally uh, you know, walked her way uh, right off of the medications that are typically used, the thyroid uh, hormones, and we are going to find out from her what, what it is that she did and uh, what, what else can be done. Uh, to get that thyroid function again. So, folks, uh, call into the studio if you have a question. 866-404-6519. 866-404-6519. If you're out there listening live uh, to us right now, give us a call. If you have a thyroid question, if you have a, uh, a suspicion that you might be low thyroid, or if you have a success story uh, about being able to get off thyroid medication, we definitely want to hear from you. So we will be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. Ministry is filled with both highs and lows, victories and struggles. It can be the best job of the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, Tending the Heart of Ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Hi, my name's John Martin, and I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life-changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. The program that Dr. DeVette put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. (laughs) You heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeVette's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, tell them John Martin sent you. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Uh, Susan Spence on um, with me uh, today and uh, again bringing her great expertise uh, to the subject too from not just uh, her 
intellectual understanding and knowledge, but also from a personal experience with hypothyroidism and uh, her uh, success in literally turning around her low thyroid uh, so that she now has uh, a normal thyroid and uh, you know, still working a little bit on... Um, did, did you have uh, some thyroid nodules too, uh, Susan? Yes, I did. Um, uh, they were off-center. That's how I noticed I was brushing my hair and uh, I noticed it. And then once I noticed it, uh, other people, several other people said, did you know you have uh, enlargement of your thyroid gland? And uh, I felt kind of silly because I'm a nurse practitioner and it took me, you know, <laughs> that long to notice it. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt, and it was like, oh my gosh, that's as big as a nickel. No, as big as a dime, all the way around, at least, or bigger, maybe a nickel. Um, so, but I went, I got off on the wrong foot, wrong information. I guess I was in my late twenties, thirties, and I read somewhere where it was very dangerous to take iodized salt and a multivitamin with iodine in it. So, years ago, I quit using. Iodized salt. Uh, I was still eating then uh, commercial bread products and you know using toothpaste and drinking the water and um, I had a, a series of, of health uh, problems and I think it was probably all compounded um, food allergies, uh, profound inhalant allergies, chemical sensitivity, uh, adrenal exhaustion, um, and I do know that once you're adrenal glands are are shot, your thyroid tries to uh, keep up the pace, uh, tries to whip your body on when you don't feel like going. And uh, anyway, I got a few years ago, put on some uh, low-dose uh, armor, uh, 30 milligrams a day, and um, my condition stabilized for a little while. Um, then it got worse. Uh, that was when I noticed the, the goiter, and I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to read some more about this. And I read, before I came to see you, I read Dr. Brownstein's book, and I knew that I had problems with uh, mineral absorption from my bowel problems. So I um, started replanting, and had had my minerals tested in the past and knew that they were all running really low. So I started replacing uh, zinc and selenium, which is important for uh, conversion of T4 to T3. And uh, I started taking uh, large doses of, of iodine. I, I didn't really go as, as large a dose as you go, but it wasn't as enough to stop and start the reversal of my goiter. Um, I, took, I read that people on the mainland of, of China, other oriental areas where they eat a lot of seafood, get as much as 12.5 milligrams a day. So I decided that's how much I would take. And uh, I did a, a big loading dose. I didn't know how big to do. I did, I don't know, 50 milligrams a day for about four or five days, and I chickened out on that dose and went to 12.5. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big dose, but you know, uh, with when what happened... When you read what we get in our vitamins, it just seems so unreal big. But I had at that time, I had been off of breads and, uh, you know, toothpaste and, and, and drinking water, so maybe that helped me to, you know, get things straightened up pretty fast. <laughs> 
Yeah, it you know, and and with what happened in Fukushima, Japan, yeah, with a tsunami a little over a year ago, you know, that uh, that's another reason, by the way, why we're seeing more goiter than ever before, why we're seeing more thyroid cancer than ever before, and why we're seeing more hypothyroidism than ever before, and that is because of the radioactive iodine that is being released from that site. And so you see a massive increase in the uh, levels of radioactive iodine in America, uh, you know, in most uh, most areas of, of the, this country, and it accumulates um, in the vegetables and f- uh, fruits that we eat, and even uh, even more so in any organic animal pr- products. So milk, uh, dairy, um, you know, meat, and uh, eggs, and so forth. You know, you you get even more. Well, at least in the milk and dairy, um, the eggs too, because iodine, some of the, that radioactive iodine, has contaminated the food supply. Uh, even on the chickens uh, that we uh, uh, consume and the eggs that we consume. So so it's absolutely uh, critical to understand that and to block that that radioactive iodine because even as we speak, uh, there's still releases going on of radioactive materials from those sites. Um, and Susan, you know, they, they predict that we won't be able to contain all that release for literally thousands of years to come. Um, they have no ready solution um, you know, with with all that mess uh, in Japan, and there's even the possibility of things uh, becoming uh, catastrophically worse. Um, you know, so unfortunately, our media does not report on Fukushima. That we have no, uh, we get no accurate information uh, from our media here in this country, uh, and neither do we from Japan, because Japan has a vested interest for people there not to know how bad things. Uh, are you know around that that side you know tremendous comp- uh, as a matter of fact they're tr- trying to move people back in <laughs> to the areas uh-huh. closer to the to the uh, the site uh, because they had a cordon off twenty five or twenty miles or twenty five mile radius around the site you know that's a huge radius you know uh, much bigger than they even did with Chernobyl uh, you know in the Ukraine. Back when, but this disaster, what most people don't realize, is this was catastrophically worse than, than Fukushima even was. You know, it's a long-term problem. Whereas Fukushima kind of, uh, you know, blew up, and then it, uh, you know, they uh, they pretty much poured concrete over the entire site uh, and tombed the site. But in Japan, they've not been able to entomb the site, and it wouldn't help them to entomb the site because it's going into the groundwater. Uh, and, you know, it's eating downwards. Um, you know, and uh, it's contaminating the oceans around that area because it's right uh, near the beach. Um, so it's uh, you know extraordinary problem with extraordinary consequences. And uh, so doing taking enough iodine is absolutely critical. And Susan, that's why we're going higher on the doses. Uh, you know, at least under medical supervision, I would not suggest that people out there listening do this without consulting with an MD uh, mm-hmm. or at least uh, getting educated. You know, we do educational consults you know, on this stuff through uh, uh, QHI Wellness and uh, anybody can call for an educational consult um, at 877-484-9735, 877-484-9735. And based on your health problems, health challenges and you know exactly where your health is and so forth, you know, we can uh, together figure out what you might uh, want to discuss uh, with your MD or healthcare provider uh, to get on 
uh, you know, that, uh, that might work for you. But Susan, we, uh, on our patients, we're doing anywhere from 12.5 milligrams per day to 100 milligrams per day um, of uh, iodine and iodide combined. And most people don't realize that your body needs two forms of iodine. Uh, you know, it's not enough to just take uh, iodine. It's not enough to just take iodide. So uh, potassium iodide, by the way, is the form of iodine that, that is used in nuclear disasters. So the people around uh, Fukushima, for example, were given uh, potassium iodide right, you know, as, as quickly as they could after the disaster. And here in America, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people recommended uh, potassium iodide, and that's exactly what we did. Is we recommended it, uh, you know, until you know, for about two, three months afterwards. Mm-hmm. Now that uh, the contamination is a little bit slower, now we're using the Lugol's iodine and uh, something called iodorol, I-O-D-E-R-O-L, which comes in two strengths: the twelve, twelve point five, and the fifty milligram strength. What were you going to say? Oh, I was talking to uh, a Japanese woman uh, at a friend's house a couple of weeks ago, and she was telling me that a few years after she moved here, she married an American. She said she just got so tired, she didn't know what was wrong with her. And um, she went to see the doctor, and she said, look, I'm just, you know, I don't, I don't know what's happening. She said, I feel like I'm dying. I'm so tired. And he said, I see this a lot in and people who relocate, he said, I know what's wrong with you. It's your thyroid gland. And uh, and so he, he, di- he diagnosed it. I was surprised. But it could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did he, did he um, uh, is, was she contaminated? Uh, I mean, no, was, she, was no, she living uh, in Japan no. when that happened? No, no, she wasn't. She just moved here. And I guess, you know, in our environment, you know, drinking uh, water with fluoride in it and, you know, using toothpaste and not eating seaweed all the time like she did when she lived there. You know, she adopted a more uh, traditional American diet with her American husband. And uh, she said that uh, she went to the doctor. She said, I feel like I'm going to die. I'm so tired. And he said, I know what's wrong with you. You're not getting the amount of iodine you're used to. And she probably also is suffering from some of that contamination, even though she's not living in Japan anymore, because you know it's coming coming on the prevailing winds from Japan all the way here, all that radioactive iodine and radioactive uranium, strontium, and so forth. So, <laughs> so she relocated and then uh, is falling victim to to all of that uh, from over there. Anyhow, so we're going to be going to a break here in a minute, but when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some other nutrients that are critical for normal thyroid function. We're also going to be talking about the emotional angle on this disease process. Why is it that we're seeing so much hypothyroidism? We're going to talk about autoimmune diseases that also affect the thyroid gland. That's uh, woefully underdiagnosed. As a matter of fact, most physicians don't care what's causing your low thyroid. And they pretty much just gloss right over that. They don't even test for, you know, for the antibodies against it. So we're going to talk about how to test for thyroid disease, uh, thyroid antibodies and so forth, and uh, how to treat it uh, most effectively. And uh, give us a call at 877-484-9735 if you have any questions. Uh, You can also go to shopqhi.com, shopqhi.com. And we still have the radiation... Uh, exposure protection kit on the package specials on that website for those of you that want to be uh, doing some things to protect yourself 
from all of that. So we'll be right back uh, after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. Life Force Naturals, a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination. To order your bottle of Life Force Naturals, call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Help your body get rid of disease-causing inflammation today with Flamaway. Presented to you by DeVette Wellness. Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches, and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVitt uh, live and Susan Spence uh, with me on the show today, nurse uh, anesthetist, um, nurse practitioner. And we work together here at, uh, UT, uh, at uh, QHI Wellness uh, here in Tyler, Texas. Again, practicing integrative medicine, combining the, the very best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. Um, would love to also share a copy of my book uh, for those of you that want to find out more about the stuff that we talk about regularly on this program and the roots of uh, illness, uh, get, gaining a deeper understanding of why we get sick and how we can heal. Uh, my book is called Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. And uh, it uh, covers a lot of ground. You also read about you know, some of the, the programs behind some of the most common illnesses um, that afflict us, including thyroid disease. Um, Susan, when we talk about hypothyroidism, uh, you know, I said right before the break that we're going to talk about, you know, very often a neglected cause of uh, of thyroid disease, and that's autoimmunity. So the most common uh, cause of uh, hypothyroidism and uh, also contributing to goiter 
And uh, even multi-nodular goiter is Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So Hashimoto's, that's, uh, I guess, a Japanese guy that put his name to it. But um, he's the first one to that uh, discovered the antibodies uh, against uh, thyroid disease and uh, found out that the, the body will literally attack the thyroid gland, thyroid gland under certain, certain circumstances and will cause the thyroid to shut down. So... Um, for for instance, thyroglobulin, thyroglobulin antibodies um, uh, is uh, is one of the antibodies that we look for in patients. And when when we do workups here at uh, QHI Wellness, we always do uh, comprehensive panels of thyroid uh, for thyroid disease, including uh, the different antibodies against uh, thyroid tissue and thyroid proteins, and then also uh, the specific uh, fractions of thyroid. That we look at, um, you know, the thyroid hormones, and that would include free T3, free T4, and then something uh, called reverse T3. And Susan, yeah, you know, most people don't have a clue what reverse T3 is, but it's a little bit like a dud hormone. So it's it's like your body's trying to produce t- uh, T3, which is the active form, the most active form of thyroid, but it misses the the mark, and ends up making a bunch of reverse T3 that is not metabolically active. Mm-hmm. So, so is is that not autoimmunity? Is it? What's that? I remember seeing that level high on my mom, and then after you treated her, it went away. Uh, the reverse T three. I don't quite understand why that happens. Well, reverse T three is like uh, it's missing one iodine atom on the uh, actual um, T three hormone, or the uh, iodine atom is in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what what happens is it's is literally like the body shooting blanks. So that the reverse T3 um, looks to the pituitary gland like regular T3, and it has an uh, a impact on suppressing uh, th- thyroid-stimulating hormone production. Um, wow. And so, you know, and oftentimes in conventional medicine, physicians use the TSH, or thyroid-stimulating hormone, as the diagnostic test for hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. So how it works is if you have too much thyroid in your system, your TSH will go down. If you have too little thyroid in your system, then TSH will go up. Mm-hmm. So we look at that. So it literally goes the opposite direction uh, of the thyroid function. And uh, <clears throat> so what, what they often do is they do a TSH, and if it's within normal range, then they drop, drop it right there. They, never, don't, they don't, don't do any further testing. But if you have a lot of reverse T3 like your mother had, you know, we call that... Uh, Wilson syndrome, or the other fancy name for it is euthyroid sick syndrome. Mm-hmm. Euthyroid means normal thyroid, and then but you, so it, it literally means I'm normal thyroid, but I'm sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so you know, all, you know, so when all the blood tests are good, uh, that are normally done in conventional medicine, but the person still has all the classical symptoms of hypothyroidism, or most of them, and we'll go through that list by the way here shortly. Okay. Uh, I have but, a question. Uh huh. Um, if uh, bromines and fluorines are uh, competitively knocking out and sitting uh, where iodine should be sitting in the molecule, wouldn't wouldn't that still read as a normal level because it's reading the molecule as a whole and not the metal in the middle of it? Um, that's a fantastic point. Uh, actually, a, a incredibly good point because. Um, I don't think that this, the tests 
distinguish necessarily between a molecule that has iodine on it uh, or a molecule that has fluoride on it or a molecule that has bromine on it. I don't think so either. Most so, tests I know of are, are tested for the protein itself, not for you know one metal in the center of that protein. Right, and, and, and so and when we talk about thyroid, it's actually like an amino acid uh, called thyroxyl that's been uh, you know, formed by the body into a iodine-containing molecule um, you know, that ha- influences certain receptors on tissues throughout the body. So, Susan, let's quickly go through all of the symptoms that can represent hypothyroidism and that most people don't necessarily know are associated. Um, uh, so uh, you, you go first, and I'll, I'll, I'll add in. Okay. Uh, signs and symptoms of hypothyroid, uh, fatigue, uh, weakness, uh, weight gain or either inability to lose weight, uh, hair loss, uh, cold intolerance, muscle cramps, constipation, depression, irritability, memory loss, abnormal periods, menstruation periods, decreased libido, uh, pale dry skin, coarse dry hair, uh, puffy face, uh, hoarse voice, uh, elevated blood cholesterol, and it's not on this chart, but I also think you can have uh, bone loss too. I read about I read about it, bone loss. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, and uh, yeah, you 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 did a great job in in uh, going through the entire list, um, but uh, yeah, cholesterol. You know, there's a lot of uh, other conditions, diseases that are very often present when there's low low thyroid. So you mentioned one, high cholesterol. Of course, if there's high cholesterol, it usually means uh, propensity for cardiovascular disease, although it's not the cholesterol that causes the cardiovascular disease or or, uh, atherosclerosis. Um, It's a certain fraction of cholesterol that is associated with that, Um, but we see a lot more of that. We also see more cancer in people that have hypothyroidism, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you're certainly right. Uh, we see a lot of metabolic problems. So anything, anything that is associated with that metabolic uh, slowdown, like hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes, uh, and so forth. So even though th- hypothyroidism is not a direct cause, it's an indirect cause of literally a, a huge slew of uh, different uh, health challenges. Osteoarthritis is another one. You see a lot more OA in people that have low thyroid uh, than otherwise, uh, so it just uh, you know it affects the body's energy systems uh, mainly. It affects the immune system, um, and it also uh, in, in you know affects vitality and you know, even emotional energy. So mm-hmm. depression, um, you know, and uh, anxiety and so forth, much much more likely to occur in people that are hypothyroid uh, than than otherwise. And so when we talk about the, the programming behind thyroid disease, you know, we talk about, in my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, um, the fact that behind every illness is a program, an emotional uh, program, a conflict program that, that literally programs for that disease. So when we think of it in that way, um, you know, we, we realize that, um, you know, with thyroid, for, for example, there's a specific program running. And so uh, we want to talk a little bit about, you know, exactly what that program is. Um, and, and Susan, if, you, uh, if, you, if you're comfortable, uh, I wanted you to share with us what, uh, what you, if, you, if you know, for example, what, what your program 
might have consisted of or what, uh, what was contributing to uh, your tendency besides the nutrient deficiencies. Um, oh, by the way, before we go into that, uh, I, I promised that we would add, add some information on the other nutrients that are critical for thyroid disease. Uh, and Susan, I, I need your help here, but one of the critical nutrients that, uh, that absolutely is imperative for normal thyroid function is selenium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, selenium, um, I like the liquid selenium because you can actually taste whether you need it or not. Um, and you take a teaspoon or, uh, or once or twice a day. Um, and then there's the amino acid thyro- thyro- um, th- thyroxine. tyrosine, that's right. So tyrosine um, literally is the building block for the thyroid hormone and uh, the precursor to it. We talked about iodine, uh, you know, taking taking iodine. But the important thing with iodine, by the way, is to is to um, use a skin form and to take an oral form and to alternate it, so you don't mess up your gut or your skin in the process. So, um, Susan, any other uh, key nutrients that you can think of that are very important for thyroid function? Uh, I've also read about uh, zinc and iron, but I don't exactly know where they come into play. Uh, maybe some uh, peripheral. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't find it. I mean, I found it stated, but not why. Yeah, and and uh, you know, those those are important in in some of the enzyme pathways. Um, I'm sure, especially the zinc um, mm-hmm. and the iron. You know, I'm, I'm sure probably. Has something to do with that too, um, but uh, the, the the zinc uh, that's another another nutrient that you can actually taste whether you need it or not if you take a liquid form of zinc, and uh, you know, that's also again my favorite because you literally can put a put put a teaspoon in your mouth and see if you can taste it. And if it tastes like metal and like you're sucking on roofing materials, then <laughs> it means that you probably don't need it. <laughs> but if it's if it's neutral or good, it tastes good. Especially after you're holding it in the mouth for about a minute and swish it uh, and swallow it, uh, then you know that you definitely need more zinc. So, uh, and where you, if you take zinc, you always want to make sure you get enough copper because zinc is an antagonist of copper. And uh, if you take too much zinc, you can uh, clear copper from the system. Uh, uh, we're gonna yeah, get- I, I found it uh, nutrient influences on cellular controls. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Susan, to talk- uh, Su- we're going to go, go to break. Okay. Uh, sorry, yeah. And right after the break, uh, Susan is going to enlighten us on the other nutrients uh, for thyroid. And then we're going to also talk about the programs. And uh, we're, we're going to share some stories on that. Uh, and again, if you want to contact us, 877-484-9735. dot uh, com is our shopping cart to qhiwellness.com, our main website. We'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. 
There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. DeVette Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? Gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. Uh, we're back. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Uh, again, uh, uh, talking about hypothyroid and all kinds of thyroid diseases, including goiter and um, uh, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, uh, the most common cause of hypothyroidism, by the way, and um, thyroid cancer. You know, so, um, Susan, just a little bit uh, about thyroid cancer. You know, we're seeing more and more thyroid cancer than ever before, and it's growing faster than ever before. And there's a couple of reasons for that, I believe. Uh, at least, uh, well, there's probably a lot of reasons, but the two that really stand out is this whole deal that happened in Japan on the radioactive iodine right. fallout. And there's another thing that dentists do uh, that is also usually problematic. So maybe you can uh, enlighten us on, on that one. Um, they have you... Uh Use uh, fluorides and mouthwash, toothpaste, uh, dental treatments uh, to decrease gum sensitivity. Uh, uh, is, that it? is that what you're talking uh, about? That's uh, that's the third one. You're brilliant. Uh, <coughs> <I've>, uh, <laughs> so that's that's a usually important one. But the the, the second uh, most prominent reason is uh, is X-rays that oh, dentists yeah. take in their offices, and so when when you take an X-ray of the mouth. And you don't protect the thyroid gland, you're literally, uh, you know, causing radiation. A lot of people are now getting X-rays done every single year. A lot of dentists recommend that. And uh, by the way, I'm not sure that is really grounded in science. You know, uh, you know, in science. I think that's uh, just one of those things, like mammograms. You know, just do them every year because uh, that's uh, you know what uh, <clears throat> what you're told. 
and um, and yet that radiation, that ionizing radiation, contribu- con- uh, contributes to injury of the thyroid gland, and uh, you know, and so I'm sure is also, uh, pl- as a matter of fact, uh, convinced is con- is contributing gr- a great deal to this epidemic. So if you go to a dentist and you need an x-ray, make absolutely sure that they protect your thyroid. And if they don't know what you're talking about when you, when you go uh, and you talk, uh, you know, change dentists because uh, that is such a, a, a small, you know, such an important thing that it's ridiculous that, uh, that people are not being protected by their dentist when they do uh, the x-rays. Mm. Uh, have you ever had a dentist offer you a, a neck protection when you uh, went to have x-rays done? Uh, yes. Uh, that's uh, that's extraordinary because uh, <clears throat> the ones that I've gone to uh, they've n- never once uh, offered me that protection. Although I don't get mm-hmm. X-rays except when it's absolutely necessary, maybe once in every ten years. But um, <laughs> I've refused some of them. Well, <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, <clears throat> it's, you know. I, and again, I'm not saying to people that no, don't um, do what you're t- told to do, but uh, always be discerning and figuring out is this you know appropriate do i really need it or is is just uh, is this just a routine that's that can actually be harmful uh, so um and always find out if there's better ways for instance uh, Susan we have a form of t- uh, testing uh, or data collection called bioenergetic testing uh that you've been instrumental in uh, in bringing to our uh facility and at least uh, getting it um uh, streamlined uh, to the better technology, but uh, that technology actually shows us, you know, what is uh, present in the body, you know, what is poisoning the body, what is, uh, you know, affecting, uh, affecting the body, and, uh, you know, so we can actually see uh, the impact on the teeth, for example, we can see that there's, which teeth in the, bo- in, in the mouth might be contributing to, uh, you know, to problems in the mouth itself or in the body elsewhere, so does that make sense? Uh, it didn't when I first saw it. I, I didn't know what to think about it, but uh, it does now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can read the body like a book and in extraordinary ways. But Susan, uh, you know, uh, you 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 were uh, just about to tell us about more of the nutrients that are critical for, for normal thyroid function, and uh, then uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll go to the emotions. Okay, uh, I found uh, what zinc does. It just uh, reduces uh, tissue conversion to T3. Uh, also, you have to have the right uh, essential fatty acids for uh, T4 to T3 uh, conversion. And we talked about iodine and selenium already. Um, also, if you have hypothyroidism, this is something that I learned new today while I was reviewing, that you have impaired synthesis to convert beta carotene to vitamin A so then you could start having you know all sorts of immune problems and problems with your vision and uh, abnormal carotene conversion to vitamin A that's interesting so so it's probably a good good idea for um, people with hypothyroidism to take vitamin A then mm-hmm. you know as 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 is yeah. um, and you probably want to do a mycelized liquid vitamin A a little uh, <clears throat> a little, little bit better than the vitamin A palmitate uh, that is most often sold over the counter. Unfortunately, uh, we've had some problems get finding mycelized vitamin A lately. I, I don't know what what it is, scarcity of it, or you know what. But it's uh, vit- mycelized vitamin A is also fantastic for skin, 
for uh, acne, for uh, mucous membrane problems uh, that you know break down uh, in the body and so, and so forth. So, but you said zinc is necessary uh, to reduce conversion to T3. Or? Uh, no, no, it's necessary for conversion. Okay, okay. So I, I, that's what I thought, and um, so. So that that makes sense. So zinc zinc is absolutely convert, uh, it's necessary because a lot of people cannot make that conversion from T4 to T3, mm-hmm. and T4 is literally one fourth as active in the body as T3 is. So you absolutely have to <coughs> do do it right. By the way, there's a book that I recommend on iodine uh, by uh, one of my uh, <coughs> good friends in the medical field, Dr. David Brownstein, and it's called Iodine: Why You Need It. And why you can't live without it. Um, the fourth edition, um, and that book is, uh, you know, a tell-all on everything you ever wanted to know about iodine. And uh, Susan also explains why an interesting technique that we use is so helpful for improving thyroid dysfunction. And, and it's a technique we can only do in women, unfortunately. <laughs> but... Uh, but it's a great way to replenish iodine very rapidly to do uh, what we call a, a flash um, a dose of, of iodine. And basically what we do is we do a pelvic and then put a huge uh, uh, dose of iodine, uh, Lugol's iodine um, by literally painting it on the vaginal mucous membranes. And so women uh, can absorb iodine directly through the mucous membranes of the vagina without irritating the skin or irritating the body, and um, and uh, and as I said, you know, men just don't have that um, that benefit. So, and Susan, you you know how they found that out? No. Well, there's a gynecologist in in New York State uh, that used to do biopsies, cervical biopsies. So his clinic was basically uh, taking care of people with abnormal Pap smears, and so uh, he was in the business of doing biopsies on literally virtually every patient that came in to see him. And he used Lugol's iodine to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. So, and these women would keep coming back to him and say, uh, Doctor, uh, you know, I want another one of those treatments that you gave me. And he would say, well, I didn't treat you. I just took a piece of you. you know, so I don't know what you're talking about. And then he finally put two and two together and realized what he was doing is giving them a massive dose of iodine every time they came in, you know, for a biopsy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he started doing treatments um, you know, just with the iodine for all, everything, all manner of illnesses, including mm-hmm. lumps, lumps in the breasts, uh, problems with thyroid disease, uh, energy problems, uh, chronic fatigue problems, um, ovarian cysts, um, and so forth, and uh, had very, very good results. You know, built himself a great reputation, and uh, to, to this day, still, <clears throat> still does. Uh, literally hundreds of iodine treatments um, you know, uh, a well, year. I, I see them do that with gyne- gynecology procedures. They, every time they do it, they swab the uh, vaginal area inside, inside and out with iodine. Yeah, and uh, so and and sometimes they. Uh, what, what, besides stopping bleeding, why why else would they do that? Just to because it sterilizes it. Oh, uh, so just to to clear out. Um, that's interesting. Just a, prep, I wonder, a sterile prep. Well, as sterile as you can get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. So, uh, so that's probably exactly what he was doing. He was he was sterilizing the vagina, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, uh, and then so got got those results. It's um, but uh, Susan, t- 
share your story a little bit. What do, what do you think, if, if you know, uh, what might be behind your, your goiter? What, uh, what was the program <clears throat> that you were running uh, at the time when you developed goiter, uh, thyroid nodules, and, um, and hypothyroidism? I would say it had to have started uh, a long time ago. Uh, just I felt like I was overwhelmed with uh, responsibility in my job at home, too much to do, too little time to do it in, uh, ne- never being able to stop. And that's a, that's a perfect example of a low thyroid program. So <clears throat> too much to, to do, too little, too little time to do it in devaluation as a result. You know, so uh, it's the typical person that cannot say no. Uh, you know, <laughs> so uh, they just run themselves into the ground emotionally, physically. And, um, and so, <clears throat> so obviously you've overcome some of that. And now you can say no with alacrity. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a lot easier than it used to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's good. But um, now that's a message for for all of you listening. That again, if you want to heal a disease, you have to find out what the code is, the program is that underlies it. Um, and uh, like every other illness, you know, there's always a program associated with hyperthyroidism. So, uh, folks, if you again, if you didn't get the website address from us earlier, if you want a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. You can go to shopqhi.com, shopqhi, which stands for Quantum Healing Institute, uh, dot com. The, under the package specials, there's the radiation exposure protection package uh, that you can look up. And there's also a number of supplements for low thyroid. If you look at the left-hand mar- margin on the shopping cart, you'll see thyroid diseases, low thyroid, and so forth. And thyroxyl. Thyroxyl is one of my favorite remedies for low thyroid. It has a little bit of desiccated thyroid in it. Um, and uh, thyroid CNV, CNV, uh, that is also very, very good if you don't need the desiccated thyroid, if you just need a little tweaking with the nutrients. Um, <clears throat> we will be back uh, tomorrow with another show. Uh, and uh, we thank you so much for joining us. Susan, thank you for being uh, on the show again. And again, give us a call at 877-484-9735, 877-484-9735 for any other questions that you might have. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVent Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 